Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the VR2 on SI podcast. I'm your host, Jack Foster, joined by VR2 on SI writer, Jake Nichols. And today we're going to be talking about Tennessee baseball's wild game last night, their win against Wright State with the walk-off grand slam by Drew Gilbert. So obviously a lot to talk about with that 9-8 to eight win. But uh, before we get into it, just Jake, how you doing, man? And I'm, uh, I'm still in recovery right now, uh, Jack, <laughs> as, as wild as that game was last night. I am about the same as the ball that Drew Gilbert hit have not quite landed yet. So um, it was absolutely wild. And so to, to be in Lindsey Nelson when something like that unfolded, it, it had to be one of the top Tennessee athletic moments that I have witnessed in my career and just in my life. It was just absolutely wild on every possible realm imaginable oh I'm sure it's like I can't imagine being there I was so envious because it's just you got to be speechless in that moment I mean yeah it's just it's not supposed to happen (laughs) yeah it's not and you felt like it wasn't you know going into that ninth inning Tennessee down eight to five and hadn't gotten a hit since you know the fifth inning and all of a sudden Connor Pavoloni singles Max Ferguson gets on Jake Rucker draws a walk and all of a sudden here comes Drew Gilbert and I in the back of my mind I I turned on my phone or not turned on my phone but but turned on my camera thinking there's no way this is going to happen and and meanwhile full full disclosure I had the recap already ready to go on my laptop sitting there in the uh, in the little press section that they had at the top of Lindsey Nelson Stadium. I had the recap ready to go. Right State Downs, Tennessee, eight to five in regional opener, you know, all all ready to rock and roll. And then. Drew Gilbert just comes out and does that. And I'm thinking, you know, as I'm filming or as I uh, press record on my phone as he steps into the box, I'm like, okay, uh, part of me, like, obvious, like, obviously wants to see this happen because of what a wild scene it would be. But also I know that it would be like 30 more minutes to get it out, to, to cram in everything that I would need to, given what had occurred. And that's exactly what happened. But, you know, uh, rewriting a recap has, has never been more worth it. It was absolutely insane and I apologize to anybody that was you know maybe expecting it sooner but but that's why because I had already had the the recap done of of Wright State winning and then right quite honestly I was almost too afraid to go back and change anything as Gilbert stepped in because I'm thinking like okay if I start writing anything about what could occur here then I'm afraid that I'm going to mess up what would be just a wild scene. And, and it was so, or that I would jinx it, if you will. So it was absolutely insane. Um, Tennessee's fourth grand slam this year, Drew Gilbert's second of the season. And mind you, the last one that he had came after they beat LSU on March 28th. So he's, he's had a couple big ones, but, 
Right. The, yeah. the scene was absolutely indescribable. It was up there with, with some of the top Tennessee athletic moments I've ever witnessed. Well, you know what else is, you know, just as cool as a Grand Slam? What's that? Acker Travel Company. Oh, and this... you had to do it. You had to do it. <laughs> of to course, me. man. This podcast is brought to you by Acker Travel Company by Dream Vacation. Is anybody out there looking to book travel this summer, but you don't want to do all the work? Well, contact our friends Beth and Price at Acker Travel Company and just let them do the work for you. Acker Travel Company is currently sending you a $50 Visa gift card to book with them. I mean, what's there to lose? Just give them a call now and go ahead and find that dream vacation. All right, Jake. I need, getting, I need to see Drew Gilbert. If, if he doesn't go to the majors, I need to see Drew Gilbert go work for Acker Travel Company after he oh, graduates yeah. after that. <laughs> he'd fit right in i'm sure and um <laughs> all right so just you know you've touched on the atmosphere but um how monumental do you think that grand slam was considering the vols were just like you said about to lose like yeah, how did they was... and also touch on how did how did they even get into the position to where they were down five eight needing a grand slam yeah there's there's no overstating how massive that grand slam was for Tennessee. It, it puts the balls in the winner's bracket today against a really good Liberty team that team that you should not look past at all. Liberty beat Duke 11 to six last night and would have frankly spanked them worse had the blue devils not come back late to score five runs because Liberty was up 11 to one at one point. But, um, but there, like I said, there's, there's no overstating how massive that win was the crowd just, packed to the seams in Lindsey Nelson, just a sea of orange below me waiting on a moment that I think that, that deep down a lot of people thought might be coming. But like I said, I was afraid to even go in and, and start rewriting a recap for fear of jinxing what Drew Gilbert delivered. But Tennessee's first NCAA tournament regional in Knoxville since 2005 and to walk it off like that down three runs with a grand slam there there is no overstating the drama and just the absolute incredible finish that that was and to get to uh to that moment now you asked me to recount that a little bit so Tennessee goes down two to nothing early um, Tyler Black hits a two-run slam for the Raiders to put them up early in the game. Tennessee goes down two to nothing. The Vols respond in due fashion, as they have plenty of times this season. Luke Lipsius hits a one-run shot to make it two to one. Um, Connor Pavoloni hits a two-run shot to give Tennessee its first lead of the game at three to two. Max Ferguson piles on with uh, a homer of his own to make it four to two. And then Tennessee makes it um, five to two off a uh, off an RBI double from Luke Lipsius, who came through again. So um, Tennessee gets out to a five to two lead, and it and then Wright State slowly starts chipping away. They had one one run shot in the seventh inning, or no, excuse me, um, yeah, they had one 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 run shot. Uh, Earlier, I, I can't remember which inning. I apologize. Um, but they had one uh, one run homer there, another one run homer 
and made it five to four. And then you have Quincy Hamilton's three run shot that just seemed to suck all the air out of Lindsey Nelson, made it seven to five right state. And then they added on with another homer from Alex Alders to make it eight to five. And at, at that point, you, you saw the videos from pregame, just how wild of a scene it was. Like I said, the stadium just packed to the gills, but it was just stunned silence whenever Quincy Hamilton hit that homer and then Alders piled on. Obviously, Wright State flexing that nation's leading offense um, coming into this game, and, and their lineup showed it. The Raiders refused to go away, and that's part of what they said made it you know, so hard for them to swallow because they felt like in that ninth inning, going in with an eight to five lead that they felt like they had played the best baseball throughout the day. And, you know, that's obviously up for debate, but you can't debate that they had at least played the best ball through the past two to three innings and that it looked like they were going to walk away with it. But then of course, like I mentioned, Connor Pavoloni gets a single Um, Liam Spence lines out to right field. Max Ferguson gets another single to put runners on the corners. And then Jake Rucker gets the walk to load the bases with one out. And of course, then Drew Gilbert. So, um, right. The, the way that Tennessee responded in that ninth inning is really impressive. And Tony Vitello talked about that and just, you know, the, the control that his team had moving slowly, not necessarily, um, you know, like in slow motion or for any lack of athleticism or anything, but just a controlled pace, just knowing what they had to do and that he could see the determination and feel it emanating from Tennessee's dugout. And that tells you all you need to know about this team and why we've seen so many incredible moments from them this season that, that regardless of the circumstance, you you know, I, I harp on it time and time again, but regardless of the circumstance, the moment is not too big for this team. Um, obviously, like I said, the fourth Grand Slam of the season, um, Gilbert's second. But you go back to the the Evan Russell walk-off or the Evan Russell Grand Slam against Vanderbilt, the, the Max Ferguson walk-off against Arkansas. And that was the one – that was the only one that Connor Pavoloni said that he could even remotely compare last night's win to was that walk off oh, yeah. against Arkansas. But I was, I was um, going to say like, um, I did not think that there could be a Tennessee baseball moment this season bigger than that Ferguson yeah. walk off. And uh, yep. We got, and then, and I then, got yeah, Drew Gilbert tops it. Like, yeah, for sure. It's, it's like that scene in, uh, Oh, I was going to say, uh, dumb and dumber, but I can't remember what movie, but, um, but like, you know, when you can't, when you think you can't top something and then somehow you find a way to top it. <laughs> so Lloyd, it's just when I thought you couldn't get any dumber, you go and do something like this and totally redeem yourself. <laughs> yes. It's dumb and dumber. I know what you're talking about. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> like it's, oh, but it was, I mean, truly the, the reason I'm kind of finding uh, it hard to find words right now is just because it was that incredible. But, you know, um, like I said, the, the drama of the game, it's, it's really incredible to look back at the way that unfolded and think of how, how that walk-off just rendered 
everything that Wright State had done. And, and you know, you, you don't feel terribly bad for them, I don't think, but just like the way that, that they had fought back in that game and just showed the electricity that came with their offense. Um, and then Drew Gilbert renders it completely useless with one swing. And it was incredible to see, but it was also fantastic in a, a screenshot that I tweeted this morning. Um, that ball was, like I said, may, may still not have landed, but looked like it was headed to Mars. Like the instant it came off the bat, everyone in that stadium knew. Arms went up across the stadium a kid in front of me was raised on his dad's shoulders, almost like his dad was trying to chuck him onto the field. Um, Evan <laughs> Russell's Evan Russell's hands are on his head, like in disbelief as he's standing in uh, the on-deck circle. Frank Anderson is just absolutely going wild. Um, ironically, it looks like um, it looks like uh, Max Ferguson is has his hands in the air and then Connor Pavoloni on third actually when when Gilbert hit it it looks like Pavoloni is actually headed back toward third base maybe thinking that it was going to get caught and that he'd have to tag up since there was one out but um, obviously that did not happen but then I think my favorite three visuals from the moment that Gilbert made contact and when the ball started soaring into the air, the right state pitcher just watching in disbelief and Gilbert obviously standing near home plate, just posing, watching it go. And then there's Tony Vitello who for some strange reason ended up bleeding after the game, but I guess it was a result of his celebration, but the dude comes out of the dugout and just like, beelines toward first base just in a sprint I, I don't know if he was trying to join Gilbert and running around the bases or if he was just trying to to run around in celebration in general but you saw the the fire from Tony V earlier in this game whenever he had several conversations with the umpires but that's just another example of the way that that this guy comes through in emotional moments in support of his team and it it shows right there in his reaction and then the way that the players reacted but like I said the the instant the ball came off the bat it felt like everyone in that stadium knew and uh watching it whenever I had my phone on record I was watching the ball and just the the incline was incredible and just the way that it took off that it I mean it was a no doubter if there ever was one so it was just an incredible moment and like I said one of the one of the top athletic moments in the last 10 years at least for Tennessee maybe ever um you know you you think about the turmoil that this fan base has has been through with football the frustration with basketball recently with not being able to get over that hump and the way that this athletic department has handled it. And now finally a day after the news of giving Tony Vitello what he wants for the Knoxville news Sentinel and finally making some positive changes 
to an athletic department that's long been suffering and finally seems like it's under some some right leadership, Drew Gilbert delivers in the most dramatic moment possible to give Tennessee fans a moment that they will always remember. You know, the the fans echoed that too because uh, as Gilbert and the team are celebrating down on the field, Rocky Top is is blaring. Fans are going absolutely wild throughout the stadium. People are tearing shirts off, like I said, <laughs> trying to chuck kids onto the field by putting them on their shoulders, wiping away tears. I think I even saw a couple people doing. And the the moment was just one that they never wanted to leave. And so the stadium public address announcer asks like two to three times, like, please make your way to the exits, you know, single and orderly fashion. And of course, nobody does. And he asks like three to four times and nobody budges, you know, all waiting for Drew Gilbert to get done celebrating and for the team to kind of file in and, and get done before anybody left because they all wanted to soak in that moment. I after mean, all the frustration that's been had and and yeah. finally with maybe some promise of of some improvement um, off the field with the development of this baseball program and then on it with the way that that this team continues to deliver. I'm sure it's like watching, you know, a super great concert. You know, you know, you don't want to leave. You're so amazed oh, yeah. that you just, yeah, was, you're glued. It, it was to like one of those you, great encores, you know? Yeah. You're glued to that venue. You're glued to the park. You're just standing there like, un, you know, unreal. Yeah. And, um, you know, you mentioned great Tennessee athletic moments. I think that this probably might be the top, you know, the best Tennessee athletic moment especially in the 21st century because of, you know, it's in the NCAA regional tournament. You know, you yeah, think like, about the Hail Mary against – right. Yeah, yeah, you think about the Hail Mary against Georgia, well, that's just a regular season game. This is, you know, obviously it's yeah, a double elimination, but, you know, this was huge. Yeah, to your point, yeah, that this was um, – like I said, there was no overstating this. You know, this puts Tennessee in the winner's bracket today going against Liberty and keeps the Vols College World Series hopes alive. And so going off that, excuse me, um, looking ahead a little bit at Liberty, Jack, obviously, like I said, they, they beat Duke 11-6 to yesterday, but it could have been a lot worse had the Blue Devils not come back late. Um, Liberty led 11-1 to for several innings and just got out to – a really, really um, great start. And I think it was really unexpected given that this Liberty team is supposedly a three seed and Duke <laughs> supposedly a two seed. But that was also something that Tony Vitello noted last night, talking about the Flames and talking about just this regional as a whole. Um, you know, we've talked about the toughness of this regional and, and how stacked each of these teams are and how Tennessee got a tough draw. But Tony Vitello said last night, you know, I've, I've never admitted it to you guys talking to media, but, you know, there are three two seeds here. And so talking about just the, the toughness with which each team plays and how difficult it is for each of these teams to be an out. So um, Liberty today will be really tough, but Vitello talked about that too and just, you know, how you have to channel that emotion. You know, you go back to that uh, Arkansas win, that Max Ferguson walk-off that Connor Pavoloni compared last night to. Um, you know, after that Saturday win over the Razorbacks, 
Tennessee comes back and gets blasted the next day by Arkansas in that Sunday game and obviously kind of ending things on a sour note after such an emotional finish that Saturday. And so that's the challenge for Tennessee today is to come out and uh, to remember that, you know, no matter what happened last night, that this is still tournament baseball. And so you have to continue to play ball and you have to come out and as hard as it's going to be um, to flush what happened last night and to remember that when you take the field today, you know, it's, it's a zero zero ball game all over again. You've got nine more innings to play um, to, to keep your chances alive. And so that's kind of the, the tough thing for Tennessee right now. And obviously it's going to be even more difficult, I think, for Gilbert to, to kind of bring himself down off that high from last night. But right. that's exactly what you've got to do in this situation. You've got another game here as we're recording this. It's 11 o'clock Eastern. So you've got another ball game in seven hours that you've got to get ready for. So, um, so it's a tough task, but we'll see how they handle it tonight when they face Liberty. Yeah, it's like, you know, hitting it you're getting a birdie on a hole and then going to the tee box next hole and you know sending it into the sticks it's yeah. like your ride's so high that you just forget how to play um so hopefully the balls can keep it going tonight and get another win um but i just want to say if you know everybody go back and listen to our preview pod of the regional tournament that we're talking about jake nailed it he's he, you know you nailed it on how tough this right state team is and how tough these outs would be, and it showed last night. So, you know, the balls are in store for another tough out with Liberty um, later this evening. So, you know, do you th- do you still feel comfortable with Tennessee playing Liberty today? I mean, you know, we felt comfortable I, with them playing Wright State, but we kind of saw what happened, even though we knew it would be challenging. I, I do, I think, feel comfortable given this team's confidence after last night, but also – you have to make sure that's not an Achilles heel and that, you know, you're not um, kind of not necessarily overlooking the flames, but just that that you try to put things in perspective. And like I said, remember that you still have nine more innings to play against a team that, that beat a really good Duke team yesterday. Duke um, came into their NCAA tournament as the nine seed and ended up winning the whole dang thing and came into this tournament, this regional, on a 12-game win streak. And then it looked like where most people kind of picked the, the Blue Devils to win yesterday, myself included, it looked like that Duke just ran into a buzzsaw in Liberty. And they just had an electric response yesterday. And so I think that Tennessee does have to be careful of that. Liberty's had more time, obviously, since they played the noon game yesterday to – let things clear from that game and to focus on the Vols today. But like I said, Tennessee has to be able to um, clear what happened yesterday as hard as it's going to be and go into a new challenge today and, you know, know that that the Flames are going to put up as tough of a fight as Wright State did and that they're not going to go down without, um, without a fight. So without, you know, um, making things tough for a Tennessee team that, that had to fight and just grind last night through those last few innings before Drew Gilbert delivered. So it, I think it's going to be another tough one today. And I think that, that Tennessee has to make sure it has its mind right going into uh, today's matchup against the Flames. Yeah, of course, man. And um, yeah, so I 
I feel like we recapped the game last night pretty well. And uh, so thanks for hopping on with me this morning, man. It's going to be a great night tonight. So always a pleasure. Man, always a pleasure. Thanks, and uh, we'll see what happens tonight. All right, everybody. And as Jake mentioned, the game will be, uh, you know, tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on ESPN3 or uh, via ESPN.com slash watch. Stream it there. Um, but most importantly, you can follow Jake on Twitter at jnichols underscore 2121. He will be live tweeting the game for VR2 on SI, and he's really great at that, as always. And you can also follow VR2 on SI at VR2 on SI on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep up with the ball sports and this tournament, of course. And um, everybody, for Jake, I'm Jack Foster, and we're going to get you another podcast about this tournament probably tonight after a hopeful Tennessee victory or tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, we'll catch you next time.